This is the first episode of Personally Foul. You could be listening to Draymond Green, J.J. Redick, or any other number of NBA basketball podcasts, but you're here listening to us. I don't know why. I am David Ortiz, and the last time I played organized basketball was 7th grade, but I'm a YMCA hero. And I'm James, and they call me the Marcus Smarter, the 92nd Street Y. <laughs> so we are the perfect people to be talking to because everyone on ESPN has the same exact qualifications. Welcome to Personally Foul. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I feel like we have to start with the Embiid news. I mean, it wasn't in our plan originally today, but, you know, it happened at like 10 o'clock last night, and there's no other place to start right now, I think, in the NBA. Yeah, what, is he just out for the rest of the playoffs? Indefinitely, in- which means pretty much. maybe he'll play on Monday. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know. Like, they don't, they never came out with a report. That, that is the worst word. That, that It's always the worst. Yeah. Usually, regular season means out for a very long time. Playoffs, <laughs> it means he might also play tomorrow. <laughs> they just don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's the most ridiculous thing, and I think... I don't, we talk a lot of, uh, of shit about Embiid, but I feel like he is definitely one of those people that like to play through injuries. Or like, I mean, no, okay, he gets injured a lot. But he does he, actually like to play through injuries. Yes, yeah. and I, that's something I respect about him, even though I don't respect him at all. <laughs> I, I respect that about him at least. Yeah, I. So the last report I saw, I was trying to check this morning to see if they had any updates, but was he might need surgery, and then I think he'll be out for like forever, or like pretty much, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. going to play four games if he's out, yeah, so yeah. then they won't yeah. play the playoffs again. <laughs> but also, he might not need it, and then he can wear a mask, and he can play, like, wow. Monday, or like, maybe not the end you, one, you, like and, you know, and you know, if you, if you go into the basketball reference, the best players of all time wear the mask. Yeah, yeah. You wear the mask, and you become the, a superhero. Do you know if the black mask is still outlawed? Remember when they I outlawed think, it because LeBron scored too many <laughs> points? <laughs> He scored so many points. Like, this is ridiculous. We can't, like, we can't wear no, this anymore. No, no, no. I think it's still outlaw. Is it? Oh, that would be so cool to the, see him in a black mask. The black mask. He would score so many points. Oh, my gosh. The black mask was honestly the coolest accessory in, in basketball history. He looked that like Batman. The ninja headbands were really cool for a time, too. <laughs> yeah. And they outlawed yeah. that, too. Yeah, Because well, it's too many buckets. Yeah, like they, many buckets. they were trying to bring the game down yeah. back to a defensive level, and they're just like, these things have too many buckets in them. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get them out of the league. It's like like the you know the juiced-up baseballs in, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, the, in baseball. And they're like, it's too many runs. Yeah, too many we got to take it out. Same thing with face masks and uh, the headbands. Yeah, so what, but what do you think about this for the Sixers? What do you think this... Is this, if they're if he's out for the rest of the playoffs, you think they're just yeah, no shot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if he can come back game three, no, game four. If he can come back in game four, so misses three games, yeah. You think they still steal probably one? losing six? <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I think that would give him a shot. I think it's probably like in four or five if they don't have him. They still have a pretty good squad though. Do I they though? I don't know. I feel like they're decent. They look like they should be decent. Like honestly, they I have seem like they should be decent. But they don't play decent <laughs> yeah, when Embiid's yeah. not there. I honestly have no faith in the Heat. The Heat? Yeah, not not in terms of without Embiid, but it, just in general. There's something I I was so when when the Heat went into the playoffs in the bubble, I was so like about them and about Jimmy and stuff. But there's something about them. Their defense is great and like everything. I don't know, but they're just they don't have the it factor. I don't know what it is. I can't put my finger. Also, it doesn't they don't feel that good. That I'm completely forgetting about right now when I'm making the Heat <laughs> prediction. Jimmy Butler's hurt, and so is Kyle Lowry. No. Jimmy Butler missed the last game, and Kyle Lowry missed the last two. Lowry missed the last two. Oh, so this should be a great series. Then. <laughs> yeah, right? but I think, I mean, I think they're coming back, but I don't know that for a fact. Yeah. Jimmy was like a late, late second scratch, so I don't know, like, I don't know what's wrong. It was his knee. That's what they said. I don't know what's wrong with him. Honestly, Jimmy has that that play-through pain thing, too, I feel like. Yeah, he'll play. I He's think. a dog. He's a dog. Yeah, but he didn't like play, like P.J. Though. Tucker. He's also on that team. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. <laughs> 
So they have. Maybe I do. Matt, they do. Everything. They have the dogs. Yeah, they yeah. are the dogs. <laughs> I'm scrapping everything. I'm all on the heat now. They got the dogs. They're the most underdog one seed of all time. Yeah, <laughs> they are 100. <laughs> percent They, they. I've never been less confident in a one seed in my entire life. I also bet you that, like, you know, like when like a like a Cinderella story is going on, they always have like the billboards or the shirts being like, like, why not us or believe it. Yeah, I yeah. bet you those posters are everywhere in Miami, even though they're the best team in the league. <laughs> <laughs> I just see it for some reason. Yeah, yeah. They. They seem like they're just pretending like they're underdogs. Yeah, they when they didn't like just beat the tar of the East <laughs> the entire season. They, to me, they feel like the Bengals of the of the you know NFL. You know, like the Bengals. Yeah, 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 yeah. Were such underdogs. Were like like won every series, but no one knew how. Or yeah. won every game, but no one knew how in the playoffs. And then they're in the finals. Like that's how the Heat's gonna be. Except they're not gonna make it. Well, I mean, I mean, I don't know. I have that little confidence. You don't think they're gonna make it to the finals? The Heat? Yeah. No way. Not even close. There, there's no. They're way. They're already close. No, no, no. I'm talking about the, the finals finals. Yeah, I know, but they're already close to the finals. No, but I'm saying... <laughs> like if they win this series, then they're close. If they win this series... They're going to win this they series. They have... Okay, okay. when so, they win this series, there's no shot they beat the Celtics or the Bucks. Um, no shot. I, I give them a 0% shot. I, they might get swept. They might get swept. I don't think it's... I think their defense is really good. Their, the, their defense stands. is very good, but those two teams, in my mind, the Celtics and the Bucks, are just above, above and beyond... Those other teams by a long shot. Like to me, to me, the Boston Celtics versus the Bucks is the Eastern Conference Finals, basically. In I'm my in opinion, that. I'm in with it. Yeah, I. Yeah, based on a shirt. Look at that. Defensive <laughs> Player of the Year, yeah. best player on the court at all times. Uh, I agree with that. You know how usually in the playoffs, like whoever has the best player wins <laughs> yeah. the series. That's the Celtics all the time because they have Marcus Smart. Yeah, who I is agree the best player on the court all the time. I agree with that. And then they also have Jason Tatum, who's like, you know, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> if you if you don't know by now. I'm not even a I'm not a Celtics fan, but the Marcus Smart hype around this podcast is going to be insane, and we're not even joking about it. Propaganda really. is going to be ridiculous. Yeah, I might get a cutout and put him right here. <laughs> might be my we, background. We could well, we could do like a little thing where we have him like talk or something. <laughs> <laughs> animate his mouth. Yeah, I don't think I could do. That. I don't know. How, could you animate? No, we could figure it out. But yeah, Marcus Smart, I think in the playoffs is the biggest X factor by far. On any team, on any one singular one singular player of any team. Not talking about, obviously, superstars and stuff. I'm talking about X-Factors. I also think, especially for this series, for the Bucks, because I think they're just going to leave him wide open for three. Yeah. Which is a good strategy when, like, you need to protect yeah. the paint. And yeah. he's either going to make, like, 40% and they're going <laughs> to blow him out, which is what he does, or yeah. he's going to not hit a shot for three straight games. But that's, that's also in the cards. That's, again, what I love about him is you know if that happens. Like, if it's a normal game and they're just carding him normally, he won't make a shot. Not not won't make a shot, but like when the pressure's on him, he's a dog, just like <laughs> just like Butler. There's this X factor. This, this is how it's gonna go. Game one, he's gonna be 0 for 13 from three, and then he's gonna hit like a buzzer beater three to win the game. Yeah, yeah exactly. That is, he's gonna exactly. go one for 14 with like seven points and hit the game winning <laughs> shot. That's that's, also that's what, what I love about him. He, you, he will never shy away from a moment, no matter how bad he's doing. Or even like you see the the game four or whatever it was. He they, they had a really tight game and he still went. For that steal against Duran in like the final. Oh yeah, that was he, so he tough. just he, he was no, but that but that's the other thing. It's like he's the defensive player for, for a reason. So, I also I also yeah. agree with that. A lot of people were mad at him, but I was like, yeah, I he, trust him. He yeah, almost got it. exactly. Yeah, he was know. so close to getting it, and if he got that, oh, they, you, what would what would everybody say about him? Yeah. So yeah. like you, I feel like I hate this narrative about people when they when they say, oh, this was a dumb play because he didn't that. But if he made it, or like you know, on shots too, shot selection, like you know, Curry takes a deep one and misses, or Durant takes a shot and misses. 
most of the time they not most of the time, but a lot of the time they make that shot and they get praised for it. So you can't you can't praise him for missing it or praise him for hitting it and and you know especially at like any end of game scenarios like that, like like the game one when the uh the Celtics coach Imadogo didn't call timeout. Like, you know what I mean? Like, if he yeah. doesn't call a timeout and they lose, he gets roasted. Exactly. He might exactly. fire. Like, they might fire him on the spot. Like, that's just how, like... <laughs> that's how the NBA works. That's how, like, that's... Well, Twitter would, like, crucify him. Yeah. And then he hit the shot, and they're like, well, the greatest coach the decision <laughs> ever made, maybe? Like, he didn't call a timeout. And it's just, like, it's such, like, a... Yeah. Like, a results-based league yeah, that, like, no one cares. Like, if someone takes a step back three misses it just like why didn't you just drive it to the hole yeah but then like if you get driving it blocked it like you should have just took your step back three it's, yeah, you're exactly. really good at it like, exactly it there's nothing so you bad. can do you can't win in no. the nba no i mean that's something that well you can win if you if you win the game <laughs> yeah that's yeah. what it is yeah, yeah that's true you're the only way the only way the media is behind you is if we win the game if if not you are the dumbest person ever yeah which is why we're making a podcast because we're the dumbest people ever exactly <laughs> Wait, we have to. Should we get back to Harden though? Back to yeah, yeah. We, let's we go back to we sidetracked so quick, so fast. Yeah, yeah. It immediately went into a Marcus Smart <laughs> podcast. Which I didn't see coming. I'm I not gonna either. lie. Well, actually, I did because we we're both yeah. probably the be- the biggest Smart fans in the world. And I'm not even a Celtics fan. I don't like the Celtics. I- I'm rooting for them to win, to be honest. But the Celtics? Yeah, just because of Marcus Smart. Because I- I'm a I'm a one I'm a one player kind of pony. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> So, so are you just admitting that LeBron's done now? That means no. Your one player, your one player pony is, is <laughs> no, ponied out. Once I find the player in the playoffs that I root for, like if LeBron was in the playoffs, I'm rooting for oh, him okay. every time, you know. But once I find that other guy, that's it. Like Jokic is out. I was say, did you just have no faith in Jokic this year? He yeah, wasn't yeah. your yeah. It, too many, too many injuries there. That wasn't gonna work out. Yeah. Um, so this is this is my hot take of okay. the year or the week. Okay, go. maybe. Okay. Should the Sixers just not resign Harden? <laughs> That. Like okay, this is this is where it's a problem, because it makes I think it makes a lot of sense to not resign him because Tyrese Maxey is the best player in the world, yeah, and way better than him. But you gave up so much. It's one of those things where you almost have to sign him just so, or else that other trade is the worst trade of all time. Yeah, exactly. You gave up so much to get him that you can't just have him for one year and then yeah. not resign him. But if he wants the max, it's not going to go well. No, it's like, just like the Russell Westbrook thing. Too much money for not enough production. Although, yeah. although Harden's clearly better than Russell at this point, but you know it's that same kind I, of. I don't think a max is gonna go well. If he doesn't no, want a max, then like you can resign him. But like, yeah. it's a max or no, I would lean towards no. But then like that just it's a really bad trade. Then then yeah, you had Steph Curry. But I think Steph Curry. I think it. I mean, you already know my opinion. I already think that it was a terrible trade. Even though the Nets are already out, you did say the <laughs> Nets won the trade by a lot. And they they did. got swept, and Ben Simmons didn't play. Okay, so ben, do you want to take back anything you said? No, I completely agree with that. Ben Simmons <laughs> I need you to apologize for your <laughs> horrific crimes against the Nets. For me, unless Ben Simmons never plays again, <laughs> he might. It's possible. It's in the cards. <laughs> it is, but I think I think it's still a win for the Nets. They got Curry, and they got Drummond. I think Drummond's a free agent. Which uh, I didn't whatever, know. whatever. It doesn't matter. Doesn't they got matter. Curry though. They got Curry for an extra year, I which think, is, helps a lot. Exactly. And I also think that with the current rosters, both of them, even though the in B, or even though the Seventy Sixers are still in the playoffs, that the Nets have a better chance of winning the a championship. And you know how outrageous how outrageous that is to say when the the team is still in the playoffs <laughs> and one is not. I, I I'm kinda, talking about in the long run. I, kinda, I think the I, Nets I are still have a better chance. I do kind of agree with you. 
Not because of Ben Simmons, though. I mean, Ben no, Simmons not be, will be there. But, I know, but if they get Joe Harris, if they just did it, if they just get Joe Harris back, yeah. and um, they like, then I think they have a good chance of winning it anyways. Exactly, exactly. I'm trying to think their other... I mean, they played like four, three to four guards that were like six feet tall the entire series. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah. Against like, one of the biggest teams in the league. Yeah, exactly. It's just like, didn't, it's not going to work out. If they had Joe Harris, they would have had a good shot. I yeah, think. I think so, too. But yeah, that that that's a good point about Harden. It's like, it's such a weird thing because he's such... Especially, like, what you just think about two years ago, he was such a big superstar. And now he's fallen off a bit, you know? And But he, but he still has the clout of a super max contract. That's, yeah. He's going like, to get it somewhere, probably. He's going to get it, Yeah, I think. He has to get it from somewhere. Unless he, like, wants to win a championship. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. he could not take the max. To, yeah. Like, that's the best chance of he has, or yeah. any team has. If you can sign Harden and not a max, that would yeah, be exactly. a great deal. Like, you remember, like, Harden's prime when... He would just ISO on anybody yeah, and yeah. toast them. Yeah. Now it's like very specific. He has to get like a perfect matchup yeah. to ISO. He's still na- like last game he was nasty. He had a, the first good game I think of the playoffs, but wow. he had like um, he would just hunt for Gary Trent Jr. and if he found him he would score every time. And if he couldn't like couldn't get the matchup he would just like it would just end up in like a terrible <laughs> position. He would just ISO and like he would just get locked up. It was yeah, just yeah. like he can only hunt specific players yeah. nowadays. And who knows? Maybe he's still a little hurt, and you know maybe they'll evaluate him and say he's worth the contract because he's like not at full strength who knows i mean he does look way slower and it, it it's like he dunked no no i'm not <laughs> i was surprised he dunked but you see Kyrie can dunk too i what? didn't think he could dunk anymore i legit didn't <laughs> think he had that burst in him he dunked in game four or whatever that is game six and i was like oh shit i think once you james re- harden's back <laughs> he dunked i think once you reach the nba and and you are a certain height there's no uh, no point in your life could you not dunk anymore i think that's the thing I think that's a rule in life. If you reach <laughs> a certain height, like I've seen like yeah, those yeah. like seven year old like big guys yeah. that still dunk. That's what but like Jordan can dunk still. I think. I mean, yeah, I pro- pro- maybe. I think no. I think also, you, can. you know what? Just that reminded me. Reminded what? me of another terrible take. Back when we were in high school, you used to tell me Kyrie couldn't dunk for the longest time. He can barely dunk. No, he can dunk though. You used to say that he would never. You said he's never dunked in his life. He's never. He didn't. He dunks though. That's a good take. Honestly, if you call what dun- Kyrie does a dunk. Then I could dunk. <laughs> no, you can't. But but basically, I can't. <laughs> you can't though. You can't get the but ball <laughs> in the hoop without letting it go. If Kyrie's you dunk, have, you have to let the ball go to you, get it into that. If hoop. you consider Kyrie a dunk, Kyrie's dunk a dunk, then I can dunk. I don't think uh, you can dunk on a trampoline. Take. I could. I could do a windmill on a trampoline. <laughs> I do a three sixty on a trampoline. But this is what I was gonna. Uh, kind of a good segue. What? How do you feel about Golden State? And Jordan Poole with Clay Thompson and stuff because of the James Harden thing. You know, like you said with Maxi, what's his oh, name? Oh, like with Jordan needing uh, Max, you're saying? Huh? You're saying with Jordan Poole? No, no, Poole not, not, not Max, not the Max. I'm talking about the fit. You know, you you have the great player and what's his name? The 76 guy, Maxi, whatever. Oh, Tyrese Maxi. Tyrese, Ma- Tyrese Maxi, yeah. So, like, you have this. I, I, heard, I heard somebody talk about this recently. You have this amazing player in Jordan Poole where his reduction is so high. It's like, do you need Clay? I don't know. I don't know like the contract situation, but maybe you can trade them and stuff like that. Um, I don't think they will because of just the vibes. Like, yeah, just the vibes. Yeah. And it's also like, I think Jordan Poole is probably more useful than Clay Thompson at this point. Yeah, that's what I mean. But being able to play all three of them at the same time is also fun. <laughs> <laughs> like it's like we're gonna have the three best three point shooters in the league out there at the same time. I know. I know. Have fun. Yeah. <laughs> they like figure that's pretty much what they did to. Um, who the hell did they just play? The oh, nuggets, the, yeah, the nuggets. nuggets. Right? Yeah. They were just like, but can we? I mean, is that fair to say though? What nuggets are? 
not no they're all really what, hurt but they're also just like kind of like they don't have the wing like you have to have like the best wing defenders yeah because they were just running circles <laughs> like, and then someone would get open eventually and you just catch it and shoot it through like that's all they did they yeah, just like yeah. i mean they all do like the you know the steph just keeps on running and yeah exactly so does jordan Poole now jordan Poole is just mini steph yeah actually he's probably bigger than him but you know what i mean <laughs> yeah yeah and then Clay's still like I don't he doesn't move as much, but you know he yeah. still like shoots probably ninety seven percent from three, yeah, or something like that. Do you guess. think Do you think they have the best chance of winning? Uh, yeah, I do. I think like well, well also because over the Bucks and Celtics too. <sighs> okay, I think they have the best chance because My, look at his shirt. By the way, let's let's just for the people who listen who are listening, he's he's a Celtics fan, and he's saying that just just to be clear, he's saying that the that the Warriors. We'll beat the Celtics in the finals. That's not what I said. That's clearly, very clearly what he's saying. <laughs> what I was saying, they definitely have the best chances because I think they have the best chance of going to the finals. Okay. If that makes sense. You know how, like, but you know, you, chances just work? completely disregarding the Suns? Yeah, kind of right now. Really? I, I was very high on them coming in. Actually, I wasn't that high on them. Yeah. I don't know why. I was never a big Suns believer. But I, I, I'm they're hurt either. now again. Yeah. They don't. Like they just, they, I don't know, they don't look too great. Chris Paul though, fourteen for fourteen. I thought Chris was Paul sick. was hurt, and then he went fourteen for fourteen. Yeah, yeah. But like, well, Chris Paul's like, you just like find out through rumors. You never find yeah, out until yeah. the end of the year. But yeah, I heard yeah. he hurt his left hand. And he wasn't dribbling with it. I so the that one was last, game that uh, was last season. Oh, and he got it again. Yeah. Well, last season his shoulder was broken. I found that yeah, out yeah, recently yeah. when he yeah. talked on a podcast. He was like, oh yeah, I couldn't lift my arm up. Yeah. I couldn't brush <laughs> my teeth. But he still played. <laughs> yeah. That's why, like, I don't know. He played really bad, and people were saying that he wasn't dribbling with his left hand because he like hurt his hand. Yeah. But then he went 14 for 14. So maybe. I thought Chris Paul was also hurt. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm kind of disregarding them. Okay. I, was, I don't know if they'll get past. If de- I don't know when Devin Booker's coming back. Yeah. I think it's well, soon. He, didn't he, I thought he played last game, no? Or am I completely Couldn't wrong. tell you. Okay. Literally couldn't tell you. I thought okay, maybe I'm wrong, maybe he wasn't. I, I didn't. I didn't close get to coming back. Yeah. I just. There's something about this round of playoffs where I disregarded. You just knew who was going to win every series pretty much. Except for the Celtics, which I, won, I watched every one of those games. But And the Memphis. Oh, and Memphis. No, I feel like you just knew. You just knew. I did. Oh, this is my. I thought that was gonna be the best. This is my hot take. In. This is my hot take of the. Yes. Of no, not, not of the playoff. Of the playoff so far, is that I love. You. It's like it's like a a wave of of new era of players, right? Where, and it ha- I feel like it happens every year where there's one team in the playoffs, and this happened in the bubble with the Nuggets, where you have this new fresh, you know, superstar player. And almost, I don't know if they're trying to prove themselves or they're just, you know, they're just really good players and, and they, people haven't figured them out yet or whatever. But just like the Nuggets in the bubble and just like the Grizzlies now, they'll be down and out. And they and they just rely, I don't know, they just have such a nice core of players that they can come back in any game. And that's what scares me about, scared me about the Nuggets in the bubble because they were so deadly even though they didn't have the experience. And now it, you see history repeating itself with the Grizzlies. And it's it's really interesting to me. I love I love that kind of team where, like, no matter what happens, you can never really count them out, and that may, that that makes it seem to me that they're even though they had a tough series against a team that I don't think you know had any championship aspirations, that I think they can make a little run possibly to the to the finals. Maybe I don't know. I I, I mean it's a stretch, but so a team like that that has that kind of heart and that kind of I don't know they just have a core that's just so connected that I think they can make a run. They are like. The tightest team I think I've seen in a very long time. Yeah, like they see. I mean, I think Joss even said or someone said it on that team. They're like an AAU team because they're all so young. They like yeah, don't yeah. really know. Like they just like they just hang out and yeah. they like play video games like all together in the yeah. hotel room. But like, have you seen like the video of the coach screaming at the crowd like the other day? <laughs> like it literally like like so you know how like just think of like Embiid. You know when Embiid hits like a big play and he like goes like into the crowd kind of like hyping him up like screaming at him. Yeah. 
I don't even know what the play was. I just saw the clip. I think someone dunks it. They get a steal or something, dunks it, kind of ices the game. And the coach is like near like the half court line, you know, where they they're coaching when they're on the yeah, opposite yeah, side. Yeah. And he like runs down the bench and he's like screaming into the crowd. Like they are just like the coolest team. Like the vibes <laughs> there are just amazing. Which so I like. Also, I think they've been down by ten in every fourth quarter for the last like three games. Actually, just to go to your point, like they have. Yeah. I know they were last night. They were down double digits in the fourth quarter and came back and won pretty handily. Honestly, it wasn't yeah. even that close. But. I, that's what they do kind of come I, I see what you're saying where they're like they they fight through adversity probably more than any older team they're also like yeah. too young to know I've heard someone say that on a podcast yeah. like <laughs> like you know um, Dude, that's what I love like, I think this is the same thing with the Nuggets yeah they were too young to know what was like, like what they're doing wrong like not yeah, even exactly. what they're doing wrong that's a bad way to say it like that that it's very hard to come back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like or like when you blow a big game, like it just crushes some teams. Like I think it crushed the Nets in that first game. Like yeah. Kyrie looked devastated. The rest of it, you couldn't do anything. Yeah, I he think looked it just like, like he was gonna cry. Crush, every time. Yeah, like it just crushes you like emotionally. But they're just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> we'll just play tomorrow. Like who cares? Because I don't think they realize how hard it is. Like those like the veteran guys. Like when you lose game one, you're like fuck. Yeah. Like this is our supposed to be our chance. Like now, like now we're already yeah. in the hole. You know what I mean? Like start spiraling, and they're just like, yeah. We'll just play basketball on Tuesday, right? Is that when the next game is? <laughs> go, yeah. go win a game then. Now, this is my Skip Bayless take of the day. Okay. Is Carl Anthony Towns the softest player in the league at the moment? Carl <laughs> Anthony Towns. Oh, man. He's, he is, like, uh, so fragile in – first of all, like, the worst defender I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. And not, not even that he's, like, terrible, but he just commits so many fouls, and he's never wrong about him. He – Speaking to that point, he is the most. He has the biggest. I didn't like foul somebody argument when you clearly foul. Yeah, somebody. yeah. <laughs> like, that's what I mean. That's that's what makes like that's what the the most concerning part is because like somebody can d- develop as the defender no matter what, right? If you put the work in and you. But he, the first step is always admitting, right? <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns, we're talking to you. Admit that you fouled the guy and learn what a foul is and what it isn't because what the argument is. I mean, the replay. Just look at the replay. He's just like. Yeah, he's like he could take an axe out and chop a guy's arm off, and it wouldn't be a foul. Oh no, he'd be very upset about that call. <laughs> he's like, what? <laughs> it's just ridiculous. I, I, Carl Anthony Towns makes me mad. I, that's all I gotta say about that. The only time, <laughs> like, okay, so no, he definitely complains more than people. Like, he blatantly fouls people and then complains. Yeah. The only thing I, I see that in the playoffs a lot with people complaining when they're clearly fouling somebody because the refs aren't calling. Like, it's very inconsistent this year. I think. Yeah. With like the fouls, yes. Like especially in the the Celtics first series, all the contact is allowed, and then they'll just call something like off ball. Yeah. And I'm like, w- like why? <laughs> like why? Like where does this come yeah, from? Where is it from? Yeah. Like you just watched us murder Kevin Durant for no like he, Kevin Durant tries to make a cut, and Al Horford would just punch him in the face, and they're just like, yeah, it's clean basketball. And then like a hand check thirty feet away, and they're yeah. just like, yeah, nope, <laughs> too much. It's, they're like, where where is this coming from? It's Scott Foster's influence. Scott Foster. Scott Foster is the worst ref oh, of all before time. Before we get on this, okay. can we? This is how you know the Celtics are a championship team. Okay, let me hear it. They beat Scott Foster. <laughs> That's a tough ask. That's the only thing. <laughs> that was a tough ask. That's that. Like, I gotta show you this picture of after um, Marcus Smart hit that layup at the end that like iced the game. Yeah. The Celtics are going crazy, and Scott Foster is like rolling his eyes. Like he's like, <laughs> God damn it, we almost had it. <laughs> like it looks. I gotta show you this picture. <laughs> Oh. He looked more, probably more sad than Kevin Durant, or like, or more. Like, dude, than you gotta <laughs> see because Kyrie's there, just there, looking like dead face, yeah. and Scott. Hart, he's not even like sad, but he's just more like almost had that one. <laughs> like that's the face we could we let it slip away. I was like, if we're editing this or throwing it anywhere, we could throw it on the screen. I gotta send you. This it's the funniest thing. He's just like, ah, <laughs> we almost had it. It was a good fight, and we almost had it. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is this is something that needs to happen 
and I, it's a controversial rule change, <laughs> right? But the Scott Foster and the CP3 thing has just made it so that we should 100% get rid of all of refs. Every ref should be gone. Throw them in a blender, chop them up, send them to the Chinatown, you know, send them packing, <laughs> and and let's just revamp this whole thing and call no blood, no foul. <laughs> NBA players call maybe so a you want you want it like court. street league like. I want like, street ball. Like, like pick up at the Y. Let's be honest. It's going to be. Call your own fouls. Yes. It's going to be. It, one, it will create a lot of drama within the league. There will be a lot of A drama. lot of tension within every game. You just imagine the, the fights we have at the Y. Yeah, yeah. The, and it gets like, like you know, someone's going to stab somebody kind of, th- kind of thing at, at the Y. This is a Jewish place. Right? <laughs> Where, this is a Jewish home, basically. <laughs> you know? It, let's yeah. be honest. Yeah. Let's be honest. Let's call it how it is. Yeah. See how it is. <laughs> let's go. We, we go to the NBA, right? Yeah. It's going to be so much more intense, so much more fun. Just how many how many fights there are going to be, and and if we just have like a, a court consensus where you can you know maybe you do like a survivor type type vote, you know, where you stop the game, you have a little bucket, <laughs> and you all write foul, no foul, and you put it in a bucket. You have to be completely honest. And and that's, let's just play it like that. I just have one question for okay, you. Okay, go, go, go. Might foil your plan. Okay. How many free throws do you think Embiid and James Harden would take <laughs> if it was call your own foul? <laughs> <laughs> and also, that game six from two days ago, would it still be going on right now? Because <laughs> it might be. I don't know if those games would ever end. They would be like cricket games. They would go on for four days. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is actually insane. Yeah. Like, or they Cat. Would, they Cat would, would never foul anybody one, and he would always be fouled. There's just certain guys where like yeah you yeah the game would just never end because of it. I don't think I think they would shoot a hundred each free throws. <laughs> but sometimes they get up to thirty nowadays. Yeah, I mean you gotta at least double it. Sixty free throws a game. <sighs> they would be smashing Wilt's scoring record. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <Smashing. laughs> yeah. It would just you'd be like two for ten. Ninety-eight points. Yeah, and they would, and <laughs> with a hundred and ten free throws, <laughs> they would not break a sweat. It would just be <laughs> no. yeah. the gym alone. Just, like, call me, call me when, <laughs> call me when you're done with your practice free throws. A hundred. Uh, wow. You know. Okay. So you know how? Do you feel like certain players don't get respect from other players that much? Yeah. Like, kind of like the Ben yes. Simmons cat. I think gets that. Jokic gets that kind of. Rudy Gobert is by far the most disrespected player in the league. Someone said Christoph Porzingis is a better rim protector than him the other day. Just he, like in an interview. For no reason. Like, for what? I don't even think they asked him a question about Rudy Gobert. <laughs> he was throwing it out there. Who's He's a bad rim defender, Christoph Porzingis. I'm pretty sure. I, I, I mean, mean, not good. He's yeah, yeah. eight feet tall and he's like fine. What like, happened to him? Really dropped off. I, I I loved him at some point. He was a great defender, great rim protector, and a great scorer, you know? Just too many injuries and just fell right off. That guy is good. I, I'm I'm on the Chris Stops for this train. All right, this is oh, this is my only point about bringing that up. Okay. Do you think do you think the respect factor of players would it would like go sky high or not? It would change a lot based on the way you call fouls. Like yeah. some people would be loved and some people would be hated. Yeah, one hundred percent. I think that's that's I get respect. I think in the in the Y the YMCA because I I don't call any fouls and I don't I don't uh, you know complain about any fouls either. Yeah, you know, I think I get respect because of that. Also, I score about two points a game, so that's <laughs> yeah. it. That's that's something. But that's, I really do think there's a respect factor about it when you're when you get hacked and you don't call something, or you know, or if you, even it's a light foul and you're like it didn't really affect me that much. You have a understanding about you know 
what really affects you and really what doesn't and versus the players who get nicked a little bit and complain about anything even if they make it they miss it whatever you know i think there's definitely a big respect factor in that. do you know what would also be a, a weird not a weird change i think it, this would come into a play though if you had to call your own fouls because like you said like if you don't call fouls on yourself i feel like you can also get away with more fouls yeah exactly that's also 100%. why i don't call fouls because i foul a lot <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah so i was like i don't want to call fouls and people foul me because yeah, i'm exactly. gonna foul you back so yeah, like, exactly. we'll be even then 100 percent. i agree with that <laughs> i don't think marcus would ever call a foul no, he would no. get hacked and he's just like i'm just gonna tackle you next time you come down the court so <laughs> always always you know the world always brings us back to marcus because that's that's what i'm saying that's full circle i think that's the world revolves around Marcus. Yeah, and I think that's where we should end it. The yeah. Marcus Smart Podcast. That's what we should have named the whole podcast. I agree with that. Let's do it. Personally, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Dear Marcus Smart. P.S. I love you, Marcus Smart. <laughs> Is that like the notebook thing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Perfect. That's the end of the Personally Foul Podcast. I'm glad you listened if you did, and uh, we'll try to be back as much as we can. We'll see how this goes. We're going to throw some stuff on TikTok. Follow us on TikTok at Personally Foul Podcast. And... Uh, We'll see you next time. Peace.